Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJs. Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc absolute sports betting degeneracy Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Friday, and we're talking UFC with James once again. What's going on, James? Um, very well, thank you. How about yourself, Arch? Not too bad, not too bad. I'm doing pretty well after we made some money last Friday, or Saturday. Well, what can I say, hey? <laughs> Starting to come up clutch for you guys over there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Absolutely. We missed a couple. We, we, you, you had the right idea. Just some of the fights didn't quite last as long as you thought. <laughs> no, it, it really is a kick in the teeth, but that's the MMA game, isn't it? It's very right. unpredictable. Yeah. And, you know, if you do bet and you just missed out by one round or one little decision, you know, that's going to cost you a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. We were uh, Andre F- Feely? Yeah, Feely. He didn't quite get to the decision. <laughs> no, I mean... <laughs> What can you say? It's a real kick in the teeth, that one. Well, hang on. Yeah. It's like I said, it's the MMA yeah. game. It's yeah, very what are you, what are you do? Yeah. yeah, I'm sure nobody's lost out on that much money, I hope. No, no, no. no. <laughs> oh, man. So what's been going on over your, your neck of the woods? Um, obviously, the return of the Premier League on Wednesday, uh, was on Wednesday. We had a couple of good games. had very controversial decisions, red cards. Uh, technology not working, good performances. So yeah, we, we had it all on the first day back, which is good to see from a footballing standpoint. Nice. So, 
bullshit calls, mysterious outcomes, things like that. It sounds like uh, football is back. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm glad you're using the word football. <laughs> well, there's no other football right now. When real football, <laughs> That's true. When real football shows back up, then. Well, oh. <laughs> oh man! All right. Who do who does your who does your club play this weekend? Um, Sunday. I'm a Chelsea fan. Yeah, we play Aston Villa on Sunday. So Aston Villa and the if you don't know they're in like the relegation um, playoffs. I think they're 18th. So the uh, 18th, 19th, 20th go down. Um, so it should be a comfortable victory, but. That being, with that being said, one of our um, one of Villa's coaches is a Chelsea legend. He's been mm-hmm. there for like or nearly twenty years, so he'll know the club and he'll know how to get into our heads. So it's not going to be easy. Chelsea's minus two hundred, Aston Villa's plus five hundred. This is just to outright win. Mm. So. Yeah, on, on paper, like obviously we're challenging for Europe, and we've got such like world class talent within our squad. We should comfortably beat Villa, but yeah. because they've got John Terry as one of the coach, who if you know as a football fan is Chelsea legend, you know anything can happen. But I don't think they've got the quality enough to sort of go head to head with Chelsea. I got you. I got you. All right, so minus two hundred. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, we're here to talk UFC. Where do you want to start? I'm pulling up the card now. Where do you want to start? Um, I think. Top. Well, well, we'll, do, we'll mainly do yeah. Top yeah. spot. Um, of course, it's inevitable with me. <laughs> right, right, that's fine. That's people, people. That's what we're here for. <laughs> um, this this is an interesting fight. Curtis Blades versus Alexander Volkov. Um, Curtis Blades, thirteen and two. Uh, Volkov's the more experienced fighter, the more older fighter, thirty-one and seven. Um, th- th- this is a good fight I think for the heavyweight division right now I mean you've got Daniel Cormier and Stipe Miocic fighting for the title in August I believe at the top of my head and I think you've got Ngarni as well I think with Miocic and Cormier we could see potentially I don't know both fighters retiring after that fight and that sort of leaves Ngarni versus someone and the winner of Blades versus Volkov I believe will get that shot so it's sort of like a title eliminator, if you will, this one. And um, what this fight boils down to really is um, Curtis Blades' sort of striking game. Um, he's got such a great striking game. His ground game is decent as well, you know. Um, I read on Twitter, he announced Blades that he's looking to take the fight to the floor. And if he does get the fight to the floor, it's going to be a tough night for Volkov because I don't think Volkov's got the defence and the awareness to last sort of Blades' ground and pound, if you will, because he's just going to smash Volkov to pieces. And, um, you know, with that being said, I feel like Blades could control the fight in terms, if he gets his rhythm and his timing right. And if the fight goes to the floor, then it's just going to be one-sided. And I think, I think personally, I think Bates will get it done early on. I think he gets it in round two or three by a stoppage. Mm. I don't like that. <laughs> really? <laughs> no, I like it. I mean, I like your pick. I, I, I yeah, I, I, Blades is minus 400. Volkov is plus 300. So we got to find some value. If you if you're saying blades, we got to find some value. Yeah, beyond that, because ooh, no, mm. Volkov. You know, I, straight up, I I think you got to play Volkov with that plus three hundred. I think you got to take the chance with there. Really? 
Plus 300? Yeah. Minus, you can't bet the minus 400. You just can't do it. No, I mean, there is yeah. there, there, there is opportunities in, in which Volkov can win. I think yeah. he's just he's got a couple of UFC fights under his, belt, um, under his belt. The experience might pay off in this one. He's a, he's a bit of a KO artist as well, Volkov. He's got 20 wins via KO, TKO. If he keeps the fight standing and sort of maintains that distance and tries not to play in Curtis Blade's hands, yeah. then you never know. We could see a Volkov win. All right, let's take a look and see what we can see here. Blades to win by KO, you know, submission or whatever, TKO, minus 200. So still asking a lot, but, mm. you know, it's a little bit better. If you're going to do something, I guess you say do this. Blades wins by uh, stoppage. Yeah. Okay. Probably I'd say in the second second round, or no, actually I'd say that third round stoppage, third round TKO. Let's see if we can find the total rounds here. Let's see. Over one and a half rounds, minus 163. Over. After that, every single over becomes a plus line. So it's plus 120 if it's over two and a half rounds, plus 200 if it's over three and a half rounds. It's plus 250 if it's over four and a half rounds. So from the looks of it, it looks like it's going to be an early finish for that's the what, fighter. That's what, yeah, well, that's what they're, they're projecting, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I think this will be an early one as well, personally. You think it'd be under one and a half rounds? No, that's too early. Uh, no, that's, I think over. Um, late okay. round two, round three. Although, if what Blades did say was true on Twitter, and he does let's take the fight to the floor, then you never know. He could grind yeah. out for the full five, but you, you just never know. Yeah, looking at this, it's probably better to stay away from that. <laughs> All right, so James is in Curtis Blades stoppage. Mm -hmm. All right. What else are you looking at? The, now, obviously, you know I do like to go from top to bottom, but um, the second part, the co-main, is probably one of the, the more talking points as well, this one, because it's just so unpredictable. Like, I've seen... it's This one's a razor sort of a mm -hmm. thin fight. I mean, it's 50-50. Uh, Josh Emmett versus Shane Burgos. Um, they're two absolute killers um, in what's a stat well, featherweight division. Um Emmett's sort of had a setback in losing to Jeremy Stevens, so he's sort of trying to build his way back up the rankings, whereas Burgos is probably more of a prospect. He's a dangerous fight. Um, with this fight, I think it's going to be a fast-paced scrap. Both men are very well, round, very well rounded, but um, in this sort of fight I think it's going to take place standing I think who's striking is going to be on top I mean Burgos has the chin and the sort of ability to last the full 15 whereas with Emmett he's got that one punch knockout power and Burgos has got to be careful of that but he has got the cardio and the output to last personally I think this one will go the full distance I think this one goes to a decision um oh this is such a tough one. Um, I'd say Burgos via decision. It is so close, though. They're so similar, and they're such great fighters. I, I, it's too tough to call with this one. Right, let's see here. Burgos. Well, let's just look at the bit. Let's, overall, you're right. It is pretty close. Emmett is plus 110. Burgos is minus 138, just, just to win outright. Mm. Uh, Burgos wins by stoppage. Is plus 162. 
If he wins by decision, he's plus 333, Burgos is. Hmm. So what do you think? You like the... Uh... I'm liking the decision standpoint with this one because, well, like I said, Burgos fired decision, but both, play, uh, both players, both fighters have sort of have that knockout <laughs> power to knock each other out. Emmett has got such good power in his hands. But like I said, Burgos does have the cardio, does have that engine and the output just to sort of last and withstand his trades. Um, he does have the height and the reach advantage. So if he can avoid the power of Emmett then and turn it on, you never know, he might get a finish later on. But I, I think this one goes the full distance. Okay. Over two and a half rounds is plus 110. Hmm. Over so one and a half rounds. Oh, yeah, over one and a half rounds is minus 175. So <laughs> I don't think it's going to be too early. No. no. Interesting. I, I don't see this one, you know, being stopped very early on. It's just yeah. anything can happen. You know, like I said, with that one punch knockout power, anything can happen. But I think both fighters are going to be cautious of this one. I think this one, like I said, goes for 15 minutes. I like it. All right, so we got Burgos in with the decision. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Next up, you want to go keep uh, it right down the line? Yeah. So? Yeah, we'll keep going down. I mean, there's not much to say with this one. It's not <laughs> the most appealing fight for all MMA fans. Uh, Raquel Pennington versus Renault. Uh, Marlon Renault. Um, it's, it's a tough one. Um, Raquel Pennington. <laughs> She's one of the tougher fighters across the women's MMA. You know, even though I think she's got a record of 10 and 9, it's not great, but she loves a good scrap. She does love a good war. Um, however, his last, her last fight against Holly Holm wasn't the most entertaining, um, <laughs> <laughs> to say the least. It went in the decision, but yeah, it was she's a good striker. Boring. Was, it, to say the least. Yeah. To say the least. <laughs> it was such more of a, like... I don't know how Holly Holm, you know, Holly Holm won it. You could have just said, the judges could have just gone, you know, effort. This is such a boring fight. No one wins. <laughs> but I don't know this one. It's, she's a bit of a striker in terms of Penning, uh, Pennington. But uh, Renault, she's got a better record in terms of paper. But even then, her record isn't that great. These fighters, as of right now, they're both on sort of bad streets. They don't have the confidence as of right now, I can't really trust Renault to get the job done. However, Pennington might not be the most exciting fighter, but I think she'll do enough to come out on top of this one. I think this one, <laughs> I think this one will be a boring 15 minutes, but I think Pennington will take this one for a decision. Decision, yeah. Yeah. yeah I think that's probably right. Uh, overall, Pennington's minus 163. Renault is plus 137. So, so, so you know, not an insignificant edge to no. Pennington. Uh, Decision-wise, let's look at this. Uh, Pennington wins uh, by decision plus 110. Renault wins by decision plus 250. So that's a little bit wider of a gap. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So you like Pennington by the decision. Yeah, by decision. But like like I said, you were alluding to earlier with the boring fight with home. I think it's going to be one of those ones again, to be honest with you. Over one and a half rounds is minus 600. Over two and a half rounds is minus 334. So it looks like Vegas is trying to tell us something here. Yeah, you, you can see where this is going with this one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I dig it. All right, got you in. Raquel Pennington, be a decision. Okay. 
Um, next one, Lyman Good versus Bilal Mohammed. This is sort of like a, a striker versus grappler matchup. Good's got the sort of speed, the power, and the technical advantage in striking over Mohammed. But in terms of on the floor and grappling ability, Bilal certainly edges that. Um, Good's that sort of striker who tends to not get hit as much. You know, he's always looking to be cautious and trying not to lead and potentially look to be hit and always is looking for the counters. Um, I, with Mohammed, with this one, I don't think he should stand strike for strike and trade punch for punch with uh, Good because, you know, Good's far more of a better striker, more equipped mm-hmm. in that sort of field than Mohammed. So I think Bilal's best bet is to sort of take this one to the floor. It, I like this to be, um, this matchup to be fair. Um, Mohammed's been on, he's been on reasonable form recently. Um, if Good can find Mohammed's chin, then he'll be in serious trouble. But like I said, Mohammed's got the skills in the locker to close the distance, nullify Good's threats and sort of use his grappling ability to take to the mat. So I think this one goes to 4.15 again. I think, I think Mohammed takes this one by decision. Should he take this to the floor? Mohammed wins by decision. Mm-hmm. All right, let's look overall. Mohammed's minus one thirty-eight. Goods plus one ten. Okay, so even smaller than the last fight. Actually, almost identical to the Emmett Burgos fight. As far as mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it is identical. Uh, here, Mohammed wins via decision plus one thirty-seven. Here, that right. uh, was it. Plus, what's that? What was the yield? Sorry, plus what? Oh, plus 137. Muhammad wins via decision. See, if you're a better man, I think I would fancy that. I think, like I said, if Muhammad sort of takes it to the floor and looks to impose his ground game, then um, I think he'll grind this one up for 15 minutes. But if um, Lyman can connect uh, with a good shot, then he could finish below away. Um you never know he could skip this one by a second round stoppage but i'm i'm leaning towards a decision victory over this one yeah i'll, I'll put you in there for muhammad decision victory plus 137. it sounds good right mm, uh, you know if i was a better man i'd certainly <laughs> pick a pick a, um, a decision one for this one yeah it's minus 188 to go over two and a half rounds minus 334 to go over one and a half rounds so it, look, it looks like it's you know vegas the same shapes it up shaping up to be a decision mm-hmm. like yeah it. no i totally agree that one okay gotcha pretty easy so far james you're making you're making a lot of easy picks <laughs> just firing uh, off let's see about this next one well all right i'm gonna try and be not as controversial but no, like, no I don't, you don't have to i'm not trying to put any pressure on you i'm just saying no, no, no. i'm not saying you're making bad picks i'm saying you're just you're just easy right now usually you kind of <laughs> you do a little soul searching but but today yeah. you're, you're on it you're feeling it yeah no i'm feeling confident with my predictions yeah. of this one <laughs> um the next one i believe is the final fight in the main card miller versus roosevelt roberts mm-hmm. um it's an interesting here uh, dynamic here whereas with roberts he last fought on May 30th, I believe, against uh, Brock Weaver at the top of my head. Um, so this is his second bout within the space of a month. And, you know, this is going to be an interesting one for him because Miller's sort of an experienced... He's very much the experienced fighter, holds the um, edge in sort of that aspect. Um, he's on a bit of a, a mix 
run at the moment, Miller. Um, it's tough to call this one. Um, he's in desperate need of a win, I'd say, Miller, because Roberts is 10 1. He's got the confidence over, well, winning over Weaver. Roberts does a lot of his damage on the ground, um, but whereas with Miller, a lot of his wins have come via knockout. So they're both good strikers. So it's going to be interesting to see how Roberts does and it's like handles the experience over Miller. Um, again, I think Roberts is going to win via TKO in the second round. I just think, you know, the, the sort of experience over fighting in the space of a month is certainly going to do wonders for his confidence. Okay. He's one to watch at the moment right now. So, yeah, I think he'll take this one over the experience Jim Miller via second round TKO. TKO. Okay. Let's see. Uh, well, Jim Miller's a plus 200 underdog. Roosevelt Roberts is plus 250. Or minus 250, mm-hmm. excuse me. Minus 250. So, let's see here. Roberts to win by TKO submission, whatever KO is, plus 140. Is that right? I think I got that screwed up. You know, SBR, <laughs> the site I use to always just look at the, the easy odds table, it's down right now. So I'm having to f- really? I'm having to fling around to different sites <laughs> and get this figured out. Let's look back here. Roosevelt Roberts is minus 250. Jim Miller is plus 200. That's correct. Yeah. Roosevelt Roberts to win by a TKO submission or knockout is plus 140. Jim Miller's plus 400. Okay. Do you think Roberts can do it, huh? Yeah, I think he finishes him. Not early, but in the middle of the fight, so I think he, yeah, second round TKO, I'd say. Okay. So we got a KO. That's plus 140. Let's look at the total. Let's look at the round totals here. Jim Miller. See, I told you, everything's going wrong this morning. <laughs> <laughs> you don't uh, get much luck on your watch. No, no, not today. Over <laughs> one and a half rounds, minus two and a quarter. Over two and a half rounds, minus 125. So... Yeah, it looks like it looks like they're saying decision. You say knockout. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm going for a finish with this one. <laughs> yeah. Well, here let's look at it a little bit deeper now. Under two and a half rounds gets you minus one ten. So it's not like yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit of Vegas ones. Uh, they want to make sure that you know you're laying a lot of money on both sides in that total bet. <laughs> so, all right, let's do it though. Let's take that Roosevelt Roberts plus one eighty seven. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Let's do it. Next up. I think this is the featured one on the prelims. Oh, top of my head. Uh, Clay Gita versus Bobby Green. Um, This is a tough one. They're both sort of, they're they're experienced fighters. They've been around the game for such a long time. Um, I think Green returns after a bit of a layoff because over the past couple of years, Green's just been suffering from constant injuries and, um, I believe he's retired and then came back and then mm-hmm. lost and it's just been up and down with Bobby Green. Um, Clay Gida, uh, we last saw him in August. Uh, I think he lost to Jim Miller um, in August, like I said. Uh, Gida is a couple of years older. He's got the experience edge. Um, with this one, I think technically it, it's going to be a, it's not going to be the most entertaining fights. Um, Clay Gida has sort of struggled with um, 
the sort of younger, more up-and-coming fighters, but Bobby Green's not up-and-coming, you know, he's been around the game for a long time. So coming up against a fellow veteran, I think will probably suit Gida. He's got a bit more to prove. I think he, need, he needs this win because Bobby Green, like I said, he's been suffering with injuries and it's a perfect time to fight Bobby Green. Um, I think he has to be favoured to win this one, Gida, because he's just shown a lot more... He's been more active, in my opinion, over the recent uh, times. So I think he'll get this one via decision. Oh, wow, you do. Mm. Okay. It's going to be really close, though, because, like I said, they're both experienced, not as sort of well-equipped and well-skilled, but it's it's it's, it's going to be a tough one to call, I think. It's, I'm, not, I'm not as confident as I have been with the other fights. I think Gita just edges it, but then again, you could take green via a split decision if you grind this one out for 15 minutes it's, it's a tough one all right well vegas is never that tough clay gita is plus 200 bobby green is minus 250 so that's cool i like it i like it that you're feeling good i know that you're feeling good about an underdog i dig it so, i'm not that confident but like i just see clay winning this one just based on the experience you've got to take underdogs it's not always not every favorite's always going to win you've got to find your underdogs <laughs> At some point, you've got to find the underdog. Yeah, right. So well, here we go. Gita, so Gita to win overall, plus 200. Gita to mm. win via decision is plus 300. Gita to win <sighs> via knockout is plus 700. Do you think that decision by Gita? Yeah, I, I don't think uh, Gita's going to get the finish. I think this is just going to be like a 15-minute a battle. Um, you know, that one that will go down to the judges' scorecards. Yeah. No, I dig it. I really dig it. I like it. <laughs> Gita plus 300. Let's look at the total rounds here in this one. Um, if I can find it, there it is. Over one and a half rounds, minus 350. Over two and a half rounds, minus 188. So there you go. There you go. So Gita to win by decision, plus 300, which is what we're going to take. Bobby Green mm -hmm. to win by decision, decision plus 162. Okay. We want Gita. All right. I like it. <laughs> Let's see. Tisha Torres next up next or you're gonna skip that one? Um, yeah, I could briefly touch upon that one uh, versus oh Christ, I'm gonna bottle this one. Bri uh, Bri Brianna Van Buren. Yeah. I think I did all right with that one. <laughs> um, I think with Van Buren, she's the more of the up and coming one. Tisha Torres sort of has the experience edge over Brianna, but um, I think Van Buren sort of got the aggressive striking and the constant takedowns um, and that's going to play a big factor in this fight. I think Torres is going to struggle with this constant pressure in terms of the striking and the takedowns. Um, I wouldn't, I'm leaning towards Van Buren by the unanimous decision with this one, but you know, don't be surprised if Tisha Torres takes this one because like I said, she's the more of an experienced fighter, but if she can avoid those aggressive striking early from Brianna and manages to defend the takedowns, then maybe she can grind this one out. But I'm going just quickly, uh, Van Buren by unanimous decision. Van Buren's minus 210 to win the whole thing. Torres is plus 175. When we look at decisions here, Van Buren by decision, minus 138. Isha Torres plus 275. There it is. There's your bet. Do you like it that much? Should we skip it? Should we actually lay money on it? Uh, um, you don't sound that uh, confident, James. Should we skip it? 
No, I'm confident she'll get this one via decision. Oh, okay. You're betting everyone. Okay. Yeah, you can hold me to this one, Arch. <laughs> okay. So, Van Buren decision, 138. <laughs> Got it. In the books. There you go. Done. <laughs> Courtney Casey versus Julia Robinson next. <laughs> All right. Um, Casey is coming off of a good performance over Mauro Romero Barella uh, a couple of weeks ago. So, obviously... It's the same with Roberts. She's coming off of a victory, a recent one, so that's going to sort of, sort of give her the edge in this fight. Whereas with Robertson, she's very explosive in recent times. Um, three out of her, three of her fights have only gone the distance, and the rest have been via a decision. Um, I think she recently, her last fight was against Macy Barber, and she lost. With that being said. Um, Casey, I think I believe at the top of my head she's nine and seven. Um, that's right. That's right. Yeah, at the top of my head. Um, Robertson's last seven fights haven't um, have gone to the scorecards. No, sorry. Robertson's last seven fights haven't gone to the scorecards. So mm. I expect this one to be a finish, um, and just based on sort of Robertson's explosiveness and willingness to get the fight done early. And let's finish the fight. I think she'll get it done via submission in the second round. Okay. Well, it's exactly even. It's fight. Minus 110, both sides to win. Mm. Um, let's see. Casey to win by knockout, 275. Robertson to win by knockout, plus 260. By decision, Casey plus 240. Robertson plus 250. Man, this is some even <laughs> stuff. Where Did you... You feel that confident? You want to lay some money on it? Um, it, it is razor thin, isn't it? So yeah. if you want to, I'm I'm confident she'll get it done in the second round. So even though the odds say it's even, you know, you you, you might want to stick a couple uh, quid on that one just to get it done early. <laughs> there you go. All right. So I'm sorry. It was Casey, right? No, no, no. Oh, you were in Robertson. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm going for Robertson. Just, just sit via early stoppage. Okay, two sixty. Let's look at the let's look at the total rounds in that one real quick. I didn't glance at that. Of course, I signed right there. Uh, over two and a, over one and a half rounds minus two seventy five. Over two and a half rounds minus one sixty three. So yeah, it looks like that's where they're leading you to a decision. But no, you say early stoppage. So hmm. yeah, I'm going for a stoppage in the second round. Un, un, under two and a half rounds plus one twenty. So they're leaning towards the decision, but like I said, like you said, sorry, it was even. Yeah. Under two and a half. Hey, cool. Got it. That's all. We're putting a, we're, look, there's a lot on that fight. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Next up, what you looking at? Um, well, I think it's Marc-Andre uh, Barriol. Christ, probably butchered that one versus Oscar Pierre. Piacota or something. Um, you, you pronounce names like an American sometimes. I just want you to know. Really? Yeah. Oh, God. Bad, you, look badly, what you've done to badly, me. Badly, badly, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just look, look what you've done to me. Been on the show a fair few times, and now uh, I'm speak, nearly speaking American. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, cheers for this one. <laughs> um, I'm not... In terms of this fight, I'm not really fond of this fight I think with the rest of the fight uh, the rest of the fight card there's a few that I'm sort of looking at and yeah. like I said the rest aren't really worth worth your while I mean 
with this one, I'm just going to give a quick prediction. I think Oscar Piacota via uh, first round submission. First round submission? Yeah, I'm just going to be really quick with some of these fights. I'm just, I'm not as fond of them. Okay. I got you in it. If, 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 if you meant quick, uh, we can be quick. <laughs> if that's all right with you. That's fine. Um, yeah. Um, with the rest of the cards, I'll either go quick or give like a bit of a lowdown. Sure. Um, now, with this one, Frank Camacho, the next one versus Justin Janes. Um, now, this is a tough one because originally, I think at the top of my head, it was supposed to be Matt Frivola. Um, but Frivola had to withdraw because one of his cornermen tested positive for Corona. Oh, boy. And <laughs> so, which is not nice. Um, so, Justin will be making his UFC debut. Um, he's unbeaten in four. And, you know, with this one, a guy stepping in late, you tend to think, you know, the guy who's had the more training and the more uh, time to prepare for this fight is going to win. But with this one, you know, I'm liking the looks of James in this one just because he's finished. He's a good finisher in terms of his uh, striking. He likes to put people away. He's unbeaten them for. Um, this is such an underrated fight. I think this one's going to be such an entertaining one. Um so there's going to be a lot riding for James because this is, this is his debut. Even though he hasn't prepared as much, I think he'll be the confident fighter in this one. So I think James will finish this one by TKO, even though he hasn't had that much time to prepare for the fight. Okay. okay. Well, James is minus 125 and Camacho is plus 100. <laughs> That's crazy because obviously yeah. Camacho's had more of the time to prepare. Justin James is um, coming in on like just under a week's notice. Wow, that's crazy too. Yeah. All right. So yeah, James via via stoppage. Sounds good. Um, yeah, so I'll just quickly go through this one as well. Um, Roxanne Modafferi versus Lauren Murphy. Um, in my opinion, this isn't the most entertaining fights. They're both sort of legitimate strikers. Um, uh, Roxanne holds the edge in terms of experience. She's such a um, she's been around the game for a while. Murphy's twelve and four. Um, she's been around for a bit as well herself. But um, I think this one is just going to be a bit of a slugfest. I think this one will go via decision. I think Murphy will take this one. Murphy by decision. Okay, it's a plus one hundred. <laughs> yeah. Plus yeah, I just don't think win. this is going to be the most entertaining of fights. Okay, got it. Via decision. Cool. Yep. Um, I think this is the last one, isn't it? Uh, yep. Austin Herbard versus Max oh, God, uh, Ruskoff. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to call him Max. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, That's what they do on the uh, broadcast, too. They don't try the last names. If they're that long, yeah. you know, just say Max or Austin. Um, Austin's coming off of a loss at 248 in March against Mark Madsen. So I think that was his third fight in the UFC and the two of them are going against him. Via, I think they went the full distance and he's lost two via decision out of his three bouts. So he's going to be wanting to look, put on a good performance because it's probably his career, his UFC career is in jeopardy. Um, whereas with Max, he's 5-0, and he's undefeated. He tends to win quickly. 
and he tends to get it done um, like I said quickly okay. as soon as possible he's a great finisher he tends to he's very precise in his capabilities he's got a lot going with him he's got nasty power in his right hand he can uh, he's good on the floor as well so you know that might be a success against Havard so he'll cause a lot of problems for Austin on the floor because obviously Austin's had a couple of uh, difficulties on the floor, like I said, when he lost to Madsen. Um, I'm sort of, I've seen, this one's 50-50 as well. I've seen people tend to favour Austin by a decision with this one. Like I said, Max tends to get it done early, but with this fight, Austin's more experienced. I think uh, Max has got to be a lot cautious with this one. Um, I think this one goes to full 15 minutes. I think when, Max will go six now. I think he'll take this one by a unanimous decision. It's it's closer in my opinion. Okay, okay. So Max by decision. That's plus two forty. Max to win the fight. Period is minus one eighty eight. Austin Hubbard to win the fight plus one sixty. Decision plus two forty. I like. Boom. That's it. That's it. I think. Yeah. That's all my head. Yeah. There. Yeah, we've gone through all the fights. You touched every single fight and every single card. Very good. <laughs> It's fantastic. How to feel? Do you feel like this is a good one? Um, with this card, of, well, compared to last weekend, right, we've certainly right. got we've got a good card back. Um, there are some interest. The main card is pretty stacked, in my opinion. There are some good fights, and even in the undercard, there are some ones to look out for. So, you know, for those who didn't watch last weekend, this is probably worth the watch this weekend. There are some cracking fights this weekend. It should be a good show. No, I'm excited. I'm excited to see it. Especially since you know, it's just, there's not much out there still. <laughs> no, have you still not got anything over in America apart from yeah. MMA? Yeah, we may not get much going. Period. Baseball's looking very bad, and so is the NBA now. So it's just not looking like much is going to happen. I've heard American. I'm going to say soccer this time. I heard American soccer's coming back in July. At the top of my head. Okay. They're trying to figure it out. I don't know what. I don't know if you've read differently. No, I have. I'm sorry, I have not heard about that. All right. <laughs> I don't know. American soccer. Um, uh, No, I'm not seeing much. No. All right. Well, James, man, again, always fantastic to talk with you. I'm hoping. No, we I always you. love coming on. Thank you. Yeah, man, it's good. I hope we can do well this week again. Mm. After and, a decent one last weekend. Yeah. No doubt. Bad. No doubt. Pimp, pimp your, pimp your blog, your Twitter, everything. Um, yeah, so I've plug it. Um, my website is UFC Deluxe. My Twitter is EvansJames99, but I've also got a professional account with uh, UFC Deluxe. So if you search that on Twitter, you can find all content relating uh, UFC. On my personal, it's just a mix of all football, UFC, anything. Very cool. Very cool. All right, man. Anything else we need to know before you take off? Um, well, no, no not, not at the top of my head. You know, this weekend should be a good card, like I said. So you should stay up for this one. But it w- will be an entertaining one, nonetheless. It's not so hard for us to stay up, is it? It's hard for you. <laughs> okay, right. <laughs> not for not for the Americans, but for the Europeans and the Brits that might watch the show. Yeah, stay up. But for the <laughs> Americans, you've got it all easy, haven't you? That's true. Yeah, we're just cruising. Everything in America, <laughs> everything in America is just easy right now. <laughs> it's always America, isn't it? Yeah. All right, James. <laughs> I'll talk to you later, dude. Take care, mate. 
information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner-operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.